the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning. Welcome to the Max Health Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Health Savings Show. Our, our show is all about saving money, building up wealth, understanding retirement, and understanding the world today. Uh, We've we got a lot to talk about on the show to, uh, today. I mean, really an extraordinary, another extraordinary week. Uh, and and, the, and so we just want to, you know, kind of move right into it. Our, our model and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. This, this will get you where you want to go. It, it, and I think this week we see why, the, why one of the things in it is invest conservatively. Uh, it gets a, a, a horrific week. In, in the stock market, uh, it culminated on uh, uh, Friday. <laughs> me, uh, with, with with the market down three point six percent on the S and P five hundred and and the Nasdaq down four point one percent. That's in one day. It, 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 we we've been we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, we, we've been you know kind of explaining where, where we thought things were going. And, and and it's it's sort of working working out there. This is we, you know we've talked for 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 quite a while about the importance of having cash in the sidelines. The, the average uh, mutual fund has has uh, you know one or two percent cash in it. You know if they're two and a half percent cash. You know when, when things are falling like this, I mean it's just uh, the 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 was off two point four percent. This is in one day. I mean it, this this is why we talk about the the, end, the average index fund has virtually n- uh, no cash for the last ten years. You know ten twenty years you've been heard to just you know put put your money in index funds and and, and leave it alone. And and, and it, it's been pretty remarkable uh, looking at, at at some of the numbers. I mean. Uh, it, it, it's really been a, an extraordinary week. I mean, uh, let's just run through some of the numbers here. Uh, uh, this is the worst start. I mean, you know, I don't know where to start here. I, it's it, it's the uh, the S and P five hundred. It, it was down thirteen uh, percent uh, year to date. Yeah, this is this is the third worst start 
to, to the to the market since 1932 and 1939. The fourth one is 1942, which is interesting. This dovetails into this this thinking that we this is kind of the, the the area we've been we've been talking a lot about World War II, really before before. Uh, uh, the, uh, the the Russia invasion, and now we have the Russia invasion. 1939 was the eve, you know, Germany was moving in in, in across Europe, and the United States was engaged in lend lease. I think they were starting to lend lease right that time. Now we're doing lend lease with 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 the Ukraine as we move toward uh, war with Russia. I mean, I'm not even sure you could say move more toward war with Russia. We're at full blown economic warfare. With Russia, it, 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 and so, and, and I think the idea that that that, that this market was holding up, it, you could see it. The market started selling off at the beginning of the year. We went into the into the year with the Federal Reserve was going to have to hike interest rates. Uh, it, it, inflation was very high. The Federal Reserve was going to have to hike interest rates. By the time we hit February, March, we were at at eight and a half percent inflation for the last year. Not an annualized eight and a half, but eight and a half percent. For the last year, we were at the Federal Reserve was going to have to tighten. We were at at, at a situation, and, and now we're we're at, at we're at, at we're in a major war, and 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 so the idea that that everything was going to go, the world has completely changed, and it, it's really it's taken people this long to see and understand what the changes are. It's truly extraordinary. The only two times in history like this, well, the most recent one is 1970, 1973. In, 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 in uh, uh, World War, on the eve of World War II, I, I can't even really say the eve. It's really getting closer. To, we're probably 1940. And the question is, do we are we moving into a world war? A lot of people we talk to believe we are. Uh, and, and 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 this this is a concern. So we have big inflation. We we have uh, the Federal Reserve has to tighten rates, and then we we have this war. I mean, which is. We, you know, we're really concerned about this. If, if you look at it, Peggy Noonan uh, did a story in the in the. Uh, she did an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal here, it, and this is something that that we have some concerns about. We we just wanted to run it by you here. Uh, the the title of the of the story is uh, Putin. Putin ready really may break the nuclear taboo in the Ukraine, and one of our concerns is there's not enough fear of nuclear war in the United States of America. It, 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 let, let me explain that. If, if anyone that grew up in the 1960s remembers when the teacher was instructing you to, uh, you know, if, 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 the, if the air siren goes off or nuclear thing, you get under your desk and cover your head. It, it, this was kind of drilled into you. You saw the horrific uh, uh, nuclear, that there were nuclear tests during the 1960s so people can see these nuclear bombs going off. And it was a very frightening thing to the American people, to, to the world. It, it, and since then, it's, yeah, what's it been? It's been 55 uh, almost 75 years since they dropped the nuclear bomb on Hiroshima, and, and so people don't even think this is possible. And, and, and what we fear is, is, is this is not being well understood. The United States is, 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 has made it clear 
that the president of the United States has made it clear he's going to engage in regime change. He, he wants to get rid of this dictator. He's a bad guy. Yeah, uh, he's engaged in uh, war crimes, engaged in, in uh, Holocaust behavior, and, 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 he, and, and we're going to ha- engage in regime. That's a very, regime change is a very different thing. This is not Saddam Hussein. This is not Muammar Gaddafi or Afghanistan where we're dealing with some third world country this is nuclear weapons. And, and look, are we going to use nuclear weapons against Russia? No. Why should we? Look, I mean, this is – the Ukraine is some, some – basically a, a, a country that's not even in the EU. It's one of the most corrupt countries in, in the European area. Uh, this is a small territorial dispute. So why would we use nuclear weapons? Well, let's look at Russia. We, we have committed to take down the government of, 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 of Russia. We said we're going to give them whatever arms we're going to engage in, 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 in the most serious economic blockade since probably World War II. We, we declared full-scale war, econo- economic war. There's different types of wars on Russia. And, and, and uh, the, the uh, head of, head of uh, the defense uh, secretary was over there saying we're going to give them whatever it takes to sit there and grind down Russia. So – this is right on Russia's doorstep. Russia's threatened. They're worried. The, 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 uh, President Biden's made it very clear he's going to sit there and take out the government of Russia. So this is a, a, a clear and present danger to Russia. So Russia is threatened. So the question is, is Russia going to sit there and let, let NATO flood the country with, with, with weapons, grind them down, maybe then once they're weakened, attack? They don't know. I, I, we, of course, aren't going to do that, but they don't know. They're, they're going to get defensive. They're fighting for their lives. We really don't give a damn about the Ukraine, except it's an opportunity to take out Putin. I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. I mean, look what's going on in the southern border if you think they care about people uh, in this administration. So, so this, is, this is a dangerous thing. It, you know, in, in Peggy Noonan's article, her, her op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, she makes the case that, look, the, the, uh, the, the Russians are, are, are putting the paper trail in place that they're doing everything they can to not engage in nuclear warfare, but their backs are being pushed against the wall. The United States is coming after them, and they have to do something, and they're giving warnings out there. And the U.S. is, is not paying attention to the warnings. It, it, the, the, the danger of, of a nuclear incident is, is, is as high as it's been since, since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, and we have talked to clients that went through that time, and they remember to this day how frightening it was. We have clients that were – they shipped the kids off to, fa- to the farm. Uh, and so this is a concern. And so this is starting to hang over the market. If we keep ratcheting up and ratcheting up and ratcheting up, the pressure, moving, moving weapons, tanks, planes, everything in there. You know, the next thing. At, at what point in time does this thing become a problem? It, is it, it? It might not be. It, it's most likely to be some type of ta- tactical nuclear uh, thing, which are smaller nuclear weapons. Keep in mind uh, that the Russians have about ten times the number of tactical, which are smaller nuclear weapons than we do. They can, they, you know, they can they can shoot them out of an artillery shell. So. And the, and the Americans have said, look, if you use nuclear weapons, that's it. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that if they use a nuclear weapon, we're going to launch on Moscow and everything else? At that point in time, could they launch back on us? This is a very dangerous thing. I think we need cooler heads to prevail in Washington. I think we need, I think we need our leaders to keep their mouth shut and, 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 and be a little bit more 
I don't say keep their mouth shut. They, they need to be a little bit more targeted and, and specific in their talks. It, it, and when we, when we have a president up there that just rambles on about taking down the bad guys in corn pop, that's a concern. And, and, and so, I mean, Peggy Noonan lays out the case in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, take a look at it if you chance. But this is this are, are dangerous times. This is why we had a stock market fall 4% on the NASDAQ Friday. It, it, this is why. This is what we're dealing with. We, we're dealing with, with, with a potential war. We're dealing with record inflation. Well, when I say 8.5% inflation, you, you understand the real number is, is much higher. The, real, the research, according to shadow stats, is 15 to 16% inflation. If they, they went back and looked at the numbers in the 1970s and calculated in the same way they did back then, now it's 15%. And anybody that's going to the grocery store knows this. And so this is a huge burden on the American people. Uh, so, and I'm going to expand it, but one other final thing I want to say about the, look, we should be trying to get peace in the region. We should be trying to have a ceasefire. We should be looking at peace talks. Uh, again, it, this is, this, nobody cares about the Crimea or the Donbass region. And certainly we don't need nuclear war. And one thing to understand is in the 1960s, we could withstand a nuclear war. If you take whatever scenarios, be it tactical nuke, couple nukes, EMP, whatever, or full-scale nuclear war, we can survive that better, much, much better, and we're better prepared for it than the 1960s than we are today. Because understand, everything in the world is interconnected right now, and everything is in the cloud. So if that internet goes down, think of the shortages we have now. Think what's going to happen then. And so we want this. We 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 should we should. Pray for peace and move forward and be strong about this. But we must also understand that this isn't really our fight. And, you know, we, we don't want, you know, we're not willing to sit there and sacrifice the United States of America for this. And, and that should be understood by, by everybody. And, and, and if you look at the polling numbers, the polling numbers are not supporting this at all. So this is something we want to watch closely here. Uh, but, but we're dealing with really extraordinary times overall. And, and so I think, I, I think, as we said, with the inflation, now keep in mind, this inflation has gotten so hot right now that the Federal Reserve is now having to be enforced to raise rates much more aggressively which further, and, and tighten, which further puts, puts pressure in the market. Why did the stock market go up in 2020 and explode so much? Because we flooded the the United States with $6 trillion worth of money over the last year and a half. The Federal Reserve took rates to zero and caused, and caused a massive asset boom, pricing many people, out, young people out of the housing market and other markets, and, and caused a huge inflation. And so here we are. They're trying to control the inflation. Anybody that studies history for over the past, you know, 5,000 years, understands that inflation is one of the key things that brings down governments. And the reason why is because people can't, can't, can't feed their families. And, and this is what we're doing. Now, maybe it's not a matter of people not feeding their families in the United States, but it puts a huge burden in them. So anyway, we're going to talk some more about this. What, look, what happened this week in the markets? Really extraordinary numbers. We'll be right back after this quick break in the next up savings show. Is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. So we're talking uh, talking about that, you know, this this week was, was was a really tough week in the market. If we if we look at it on a daily basis, the, the NASDAQ was actually, you know, was down uh, – Four percent of the week, uh, the, 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 core, the, the the month, the S and P was was down nine point six percent. The Nasdaq was down thirteen point three percent. This this was the worst worst week, uh, the the worst uh, month since two thousand and eight with the financial crisis for the Nasdaq. Uh, the, the Nasdaq is trading back to where it was. Uh, in the area of uh, December of nineteen of twenty twenty, so so basically you've given up uh, you know close to a year and a half of gains there in the Nasdaq. Uh, it, it was just brutal on all all respects. It, as we talked about earlier, the the the, the drop in the uh, in the S and P five hundred, the S and P five hundred year to date is down thirteen point three percent. That that works out to be. Uh, you know, the third worst decline. The the, the second, the the, the the first was 1932. The second was 1939. And interesting, the, the uh, 1942 was the fourth. So, so the, these are these are, are are really tough numbers. If you look at the Nasdaq, let me flip over and look at that one real quick. The Nasdaq, Nasdaq's almost almost down 20 percent year to date. Uh, let me give you some numbers here of what we're looking at. Is the the, the 
In the market, 45% of the stocks right now are down 50%. 45%, I'm going to repeat that, our stocks are down 50% in the market. 22% of the stocks are down 75%. This is why, you know, we, we, we talk... We, we, we talked, we, we've laid out, we tried to help you out here. We said, look, th this is changing. We, we said last year, uh, October, November, December, we laid out the case. We said, look, the, the top, I forgot, five or six stocks had a $9 trillion market capitalization. We, we said, look, there's the, the, the U.S. economy is at $20 trillion approximately. These are rough numbers. There's no way when these things start coming down, there's not enough money in the world to prop up all these stocks. It, that, that was just six stocks, five or six stocks we talked about, you know, the Facebook, Amazon, Google, uh, uh, Netflix, uh, uh, Microsoft, and Apple. And, and, and there was not enough money out there. And that, that's, that's what we saw. These, the market caps in these things became so large that, that, that the, there wasn't enough money to support them. They just kept coming down. We said, look, you want to look at commodities. Inflation is going up. Look at this inflation. There's, there's shortages. There's not enough commodities. We, we talked about that. This was six, six, nine months, year ago. We said, look, you've got to start moving into the commodity section. The indexing is dead. The 60-40, 60% uh, stock, 40% bonds, the 60% stocks is just indexes. Uh, that that's not the way to go because it's not specific enough. I mean, it, you know, these are these are the numbers this week. I mean, uh, 3.6 percent on the Dow down, uh, the Nasdaq down 4.17, 2.5 percent on the Dow. Uh, gold was up one percent. We were saying, look, look at the precious metals, look at the inflation plays. Uh, those those are the types of things that, that happen. Oil oil is is doing well. Up look, looking year to date. Let me pull my my uh, chart of year to date here. Uh, year-to-date, let, let, let's run through some year-to-date numbers here so you can see what we're talking about. Uh, it, it, this is why we laid out the case. This is why we, we've explained it. Look, the world is changing. It's not what it was 20 years ago. Uh, when it comes, and you see you've got to protect your, retire, your retirement savings from inflation. And most 401ks are very ill-equipped to do it, by the way, because they don't have enough choices. But uh, the NASDAQ, it's down 20, 21%. This is the E-mini contract. I'm just using some futures. Uh, the uh, looking at the at the the Russell 2000 down 16 almost 17 percent. The S and P 500 down 13 and a quarter. The 10 year bond down 11 and a half. The the, the Dow down 9 percent. Uh, but uh, if you look at, at the at the two year note, it was only down 3 percent. This is why we said invest short term versus versus the the the, the 10 year note down 11 and a half. Gold is up three and a half percent. If you look at that. If you look at rice, rice is up 16%. If, if you look at, at, at uh, palladiums, up 19%. If you look at uh, soybeans, they're up 24%. Uh, cotton is up 35%. Wheat is up 38%. Crude oil is up 42%. Natural gas is up 100% year to date. So there's money being made out there this year so far. But if you're not in the right things, you're in trouble. If, if you know, if, if that most people managing money just have not been around long enough. God, I hate to say that, but uh, but because they, they don't understand, uh, they don't understand the world the world that we're in right now. They all they know how to do is in, buy index funds, and, and this this is a problem. So so it, you know you, you it, it is possible to avoid these these losses. And what we find is way too many people are coming talk to us. They they have 
too much money in, 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 the, in the index funds. They have too much money invested in the market. They, they, they're, they're taking on way too much risk, and they don't really understand it. Uh, if you look at this, uh, you know, I think we're dealing with it's going to be a very volatile uh, year this year in the markets. Uh, looking, looking at the Fed, keep in mind, the Fed has now got to do something about inflation. These inflation numbers are, are, are truly extraordinary. And, 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 and so it's got, something's got to happen pretty quick. And so, but these are all pressuring the market. The inflation numbers, eight and a half percent inflation, uh, federal uh, government raising uh, interest rates. Uh, interest rates are up a hundred percent in some of the bonds. In, in the interest on them year to date. This is this has been one of the worst years for bonds since 1980. So it's not just stocks. We're just talking about stocks. It's bonds as well. So if you're in law, but if but as we talked about the the the, the ten year. The ten-year bond is it is down nine point what was it nine point five percent something uh, uh, where is it yeah here is uh, actually eleven point four on the ten-year but the two-year is only down three point four so if you're a shorter term you, you did okay but but you have to understand that uh, if you look at if we talked about the war I mean this is a very serious war we, we we've kind of bumbled into uh, I, I, you know rather than trying to get peace in the region. Uh, you know, if, if we engage in re- regime change, that that as we have talked about uh, uh, over the last number of months, is this has created the biggest commodity price shock since since Pearl Harbor. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. That means that going forward, this this inflation is going to continue to surge through. Now we have look every uh, all the business owners we're talking to, they're going look. We're having to give raises. People want raises because like look, we can't afford to eat. So. So the inflation is – in the past, we've had little commodity price shocks. You know, Back in, uh, I want to say, 2011-12, uh, commodities went up, and then they went down, and there really wasn't – this time, that there's wage price inflation. This wage price inflation is going to go on for the next couple of years. So this is going to continue to surge through the system. So, so, so we have a very volatile economy. The question is, are we going to go into recession? Now, the – the, we just got the first quarter GDP uh, rating. It came in at, at, at negative 1.4%, which means that GDP was down. So you go, oh, my God, Ted, what, you know, this, we're going into recession. Remember, two, two negative uh, quarters of GDP is technically a recession. Let's take a look at that and see what caused one, negative 1.4% uh, GDP drop. And interesting enough, if you looked at inflation, where are my numbers here? If you looked at inflation, uh, or not inflation, but if you looked at, at the, there it is right there, personal consumption was actually up 1.83% and went up more than the last quarter. If you looked at fixed investment, it was up 1.27%. The last quarter was up only 0.58% in, in 04. And then if you looked at the uh, in, inventories, uh, the it was it was decreased 1.84%. Uh, so so it, that dropped. It, and then if you, looked at, if you looked at government spending, it was up uh, about a half a percent, uh, not much. And, uh, so, but then the other one was net exports. That was down 2.53%. Uh, uh, and so that, 
that was a big drop right there. Now, one of the other ones is down 3.2, depending on the numbers, but, but it is a huge drop because other parts of the world are slowing down. Things are slowing down in China. China's under lockdown. They can't bring more stuff in. Uh, Europe, Europe's basically in the middle of a war. Europe's, in some cases, is paying four or five times the price of natural gas that we're complaining about here. They're paying five times percent more because they're being cut off. There's a shortage. They get they get forty percent of their diesel fuel from Russia, so we're having to, they're having to import it from the United States. This is why diesel fuel is a dollar a gallon more than gasoline here because we're basically bailing out the Europeans. It, 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 but but that's another story. I digress. So spending, investment, government spending was up, which means the the consumers still spending. So this was the, the was a contraction of inventories. Remember. Most inventories have been drawn down because people don't have any inventory. You call up, you have like a car, and they're like, well, okay, here's your choices. Well, there's only 10 cars here. You know, Normally, there's like 120 or 150 cars. There's only 10. We don't have any inventory. Well, they're trying to restock inventory. So if it goes into inventory, it's not counted as GDP. So, so this, I don't think we're going into the biggest slowdown. Now, this war situation is throwing everything up in the air, and, and the drop in asset prices could slow things down. So this is what we want to watch. So when you see that negative 1.4% GDP number, don't think that consumer spending is falling off a cliff. That's exports, and, that's, and that, is, that is inventory build from, from almost zero inventory. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Look, we've got the most inflation. We're doing it because we're the most open in the, in the, in the world. Europe, Europe is a is a basket case as they always are. China, China is shut down right now. Uh, Shanghai has been shut down for what four or five weeks now. There's nothing going out of the ports. So many of the ports over there's in some cases there's 500 ships backed up, which means we're going to have more shortages this summer. So it's all adding up. Uh, they have deflation in some parts of of Japan and things like that. So it's a, there's all types of problems in the world. So understand in this type of world that we just brought up like, God, that's a lot of problems. Well, let me ask you something. How well are corporate earnings going to come in in that type of environment? If you've got shortages, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if, if, you're, uh, if your divisions overseas aren't selling as much, if you're trying to sell into China and you're Apple or whoever, I mean, how many Apple computers can you buy if you're in Shanghai, if you're, you know, if you're trapped in your, in your house and can't get out? Uh, so uh, and all they're bringing in is food. Uh, if you know, if if you're a chemical company in in Europe and you're having to pay five times the price of for natural gas that Dow Chemicals having to pay in Freeport, you know, the, all of these things are are, are lagging, are, are causing issues. If you're if you're a, a car company here, you can't make enough cars because you can't get the chips. So all of this is really dragging down earnings. At the same time, interest rates are going up, as we've talked about in the show, quite a bit. The 10-year bond, the, the 10-year interest rate since the beginning of the year has has gone from 1.45 to 2.8. It's doubled. So so interest rates are going up. Well, that typically means P/E ratios have to come down. And so this is why all these high-flying tech stocks have collapsed. I mean, I can't tell you. It's shocking. I mean, I'll just repeat what we said earlier. 22% of the stocks out there are down 75%. And so this is incredibly damaging. They, quite frankly, the indexes have really been held up by the, some of these real big mega caps, which are down, but not as much because they've been massively buying back stock. That's going to start to crumble because pretty soon, remember, 
as this market starts becoming disorderly like it did this week, eventually these big institutions have got to start dumping their big mega caps. It's the only place they can get cash and, and because the others, you know, they're just collapsing. And, and, and so that's where we are right now. So, so what you want to be in is, is, the, is the right companies, energy stocks. I mean, let's take a look at Exxon. Exxon reported a pretty good quarter. There was a few, a few issues with it, but overall, they they doing pretty well. They're outstanding. Let me let me just pull up a chart. Exxon started the year at fifty nine dollars and uh, yeah fifty sixty dollars, and here it is at eighty eighty five dollars today. You, you you made a, quite a bit of money on it. And by the way. Exxon, for the last two years, you've heard this is the most hated stock on Wall Street. Uh, and so, so, again, you have to understand this world today. It's not the same world that, that you were in the last 20 years. Uh, the, and, and this is what we're seeing. I mean, this was, again, the, the worst start, the, the drawdowns. Let me pull, look at some numbers here just to give you some ideas on some stuff. Let's see the the bond the bond uh, the bonds are on the course for the biggest the, the, the worst loss since 1920 so far that if, if the year stopped right now this would be the worst loss for bonds since 1920 I mean think about that it, 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 and by the way we had bigger drops in, in bonds and interest rates but but back in the day in the 70s when when, when interest rates went up in bonds dropped you still had a lot of interest coming in. you're not making much interest uh, for stocks, this is it's the worst annual drop since 1974 uh, on the S&P 500. So, so th- these are really bad numbers. This is why, again, this is why you want to sit there and, and, and really try to go. You, that, remember that cash we were talking about? Remember those commodity stocks we were talking about? Remember the short-term bonds we were talking about? Those are all the places to be. There'll be a time to buy. You, it, it, the beauty of this stuff is is – I give an example. Maybe the two-year bond you invested in that you're now what, what is it two two point something percent on the two-year? Let me pull that up. You say, well, Ted, I'm down three point two four percent on my two-year bond. Well, yes, but what you could do is then you can go buy longer-term bonds and lock in higher interest rates because you're not down on those. The same with stocks. If you're in cash, you can take your 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 stock and buy. You can go buy twenty-two percent of the stocks that are down seventy-five percent. So, so this is that's the opportunity. That that's that's why you wait. Even though, like, well, Ted, we're not making any money on our cash. This is horrible. But no, that's not horrible. What's horrible is being down seventy-five percent. What's horrible is forty-five percent of the stocks down fifty percent. That's horrible. And, and so this is this is why it's a different style of money management, more like the seventies. And, and uh, fortunately, I, you know, w- w- my mentors basically that's when they really were big money managers back in that time, and it, it, they were more value investors. Value investing is coming back now. And, and, and so and we're going to have another generation of girls to be value investors after they got a lot of the growth stocks and, and lost money in them. So, so that's the key is, is the valuation. Anyway, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. By the way, we're going to put out our Max Out Savings Report. We're going to have some really interesting things in it. It's a free report. We send it out once a month. It's coming out this week, first part of the week. Uh, go sign up at our, our website, maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. Show, warm right here, time's like 
times like... If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. You want to get in here? This is the last segment of the show, 713-339-1070. Again, really... Uh, what we're looking at is is, is you know, this inflation, you know, the 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 the, the rising interest rates, that, uh, the the eight and a half. Once the inflation hit eight and a half percent in the last twelve months, and by the way, keep in mind this was before before the the uh, the, the, the Ukraine war, which really triggered even higher numbers. This is over the last twelve months. The, the, the Fed had to do something because I I cannot emphasize enough if you go through history. Where, where, where things fell apart, where revolutions were began, it's always been inflation, and so they have to do something. And 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 and, 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 we, and by the way, we talked about Dudley saying that the Fed didn't care. With Fed, Fed former uh, Fed Vice Chairman Dudley, I believe he was Vice Chairman. I know he's head of the New York Fed, saying that the, at this point in time with inflation, the Fed is not going to pay as much attention to stock prices because they've got to get the inflation under control. Uh, by the way. You know, I've said this before. People don't realize uh, Chairman Powell uh, is, is has not been approved for a second term. That the rules state if there's no one approved, then 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 they the the, 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 the existing chairman just continues on. So so this is something to watch closely here. Uh, but this is you know there, it, there's a lot of things happening here, and 
And one of the reasons we were so against the, economic, the, the declaration of economic warfare on Russia was, was where we put these massive sanctions on it, limited oil and gas and palladium and grains and, and fertilizers coming from Russia to stop all economic activity was the secondary effects, which we felt were, 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 were catastrophic around the world. We warned you at the time. This is why we're so upset about this. Are these people not understanding the, the world's economy. It, it this led to massive shortages of grains, of fertilizers. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing that that fertilizer usage in in Brazil is going to be down about 20, 20, 25 percent. This is going to be lead to short. They have to fertilize a lot down there because they they don't have Iowa style dirt in you know that black dirt down there. Uh, this is going to lead to further shortages of grains, further shortages of everything, and, and, and so what. Okay, so so what we're going to see is is this is going to cause this is going to continue to cause the inflation and the other thing and and, and the thing one thing we're going to need to watch out for is is the, the shocks in commodity prices the shock in oil prices in natural gas in grains and and the dollars now up up uh, uh, about seven point seven percent this is all causing dislocations in the derivatives market this is going to bring down some financial houses some commodity houses eventually and that's what you want to watch out for then you can see this cause of contagion. And this is something we want to watch very closely here. We're not seeing any signs yet, but there's got to be some big losses from, some, from a lot of people out there. So let's take a quick call here on the Max Up Savings Show. Welcome to... Hi. You had a question uh, for us. Yeah, Ted, I've read something about I-bonds. I never heard of them before. And can you can you talk a little bit about I-bonds? You know, just I, yeah, the letter I? They're, they're, they're great investments. They, if you could turn your radio down for a second. Uh, they're great investments. You can purchase them through the Treasury in only small amounts. I forgot what the number is, ten or $15,000. But they pay 7 8%. They pay a very good interest. But you have to purchase them at the Treasury. We can't, we can't get them ourselves. Oh, okay. Is that so complicated? One of the cost. negatives – I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say one of the negatives the article mentioned was it could be a complicated, uh, maybe, you know, for some people it might be a little complicated, the process you go through to buy them. And, and uh, they did mention certain restrictions. You had to keep them for at least two and a half years, but it was supposed, you know, the term was really more like 10 years, maybe something like that. Yeah, no, the I-bonds, look, if they're the best bond to buy right now. When they're complicated, it's like, Ted, get me some tips or get me 10-year treasures or whatever. You know, a client calls up. I'd like some of these. Okay, I call up our trader. In some cases, I can just push them in the machine, and and I can have them bought in, in like two minutes. They're done. This You have to contact the treasury. You've got to fill out a form. You've got to send them the money. That, that, that's why it's more complicated. But, yeah, it's a, look, I, I strongly recommend them, uh, but you just can't buy very much of them. Right, right. Okay. All righty. Thanks. Yeah, good investment. That's called an I-bond, and, and you buy them at the Treasury. It's not a TIPS, which is Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. You can, we, we can get those. But I-bond is a separate bond. It pays a much better interest. The TIPS pay on the back end uh, additional principal. The I-bond pays additional interest. Question. If you've got a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here at the Maxwell Savings Show. So, 
So anyway, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts, a lot of things. So in this type of environment, what do you look for? Well, you do want to also, as we said, you know, those are the sectors you want to be in. You've got to watch your cash very closely. But likely, we're going to get some type of rally in here somewhere. But but this is going to probably continue until we get some type of stabilization somewhere. But but the other thing is to keep in mind is. Is there are this creates the opportunities again this is why you have the cash because this gives you the opportunity when people start panicking to kind of step up I'm not sure you want to step up lately one of the, the, the biggest learns I, lessons I learned from 1999 and we, we, we did extremely well in 99 uh, it, it was real simple it was pretty miserable for us because people are like Ted we need to own Yahoo you've got to get into Cisco and I'm like it's going up every day I'm like look it's we're not going to buy a stock at 100 times earnings I'm sorry and uh it's but people kept buying those and my friends in the business at the time they liked Cisco and they kept buying it the whole way down and this really gets people in trouble it, it, it and there's there's a word for it on on Wall Street trying to catch a falling knife it it, it it just keeps going lower and lower because there's so many people still trying to sell. And the minute it goes up, some they sell. And, and so that's what you got to be. So what you got to do has a you got to develop a keen eye for value in those type of things. So you don't just look at the price of it, but you look at, you know, at the valuation. If you look at, you know, look at the valuation. The other thing to do is 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 look at how it's performing relative to the other stocks as it goes down. I mean, is it, is it does it seem to be doing better? That'll give you some clues as well, but 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 the, but the valuation is the key. I mean, you, you, you get near the bottom, you look around and go, "Oh my God, this is such a good deal." You kind of, I'm going to buy it. I don't care. Oh, I remember we bought uh, we bought bonds in 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 Hess uh, a, a couple years back in 2020. I think we bought them before, uh, before that even. And what I really figured is, well, even yeah, when oil was at zero, we bought bonds in Hess Corporation. What I figured is, well, I'll write off the Bakken shale completely, but I think the stuff down in Guyana is worth what the bonds are trading for. So if Hess goes bankrupt, we figure Okay. So, so there are opportunities. You just have to try to dig them up. And you remember, keep in mind about the falling knife and then look for the value. That, that'll be some of the keys. I don't think we're here yet by the way. But uh, welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. You had a question for us. Yes, sir. I sure do. With respect to the I-bond, first of all, can you, and then secondly, does it make sense to buy them in a Roth? Uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I haven't really. I think you can, but I'm not sure on that. Uh, it would, if you can, if you can get them in there, it makes complete sense because, remember, interest is, is, calc- is taxed on ordinary income basis, and so you want to try to if you can put an interest-bearing instrument in a in a, in a tax-exempt vehicle, you're going to come out ahead over over putting it in your uh, taxable account. Well, that's certainly my thought process. Where do you think I can go to find an accurate answer to that question? Uh, I would just go on the internet and just type in I bonds. The Treasury's got some pretty good stuff on this, and I probably should know more about it, but we we, we can't really use them ourselves, and so uh, you know they have to be bought directly from the Treasury. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Okay, good question. But look, I, I, I encourage you if you want to buy the I bonds, they are very good investment. Again, you're limited on how much you could buy uh, of them, and uh, you know if, if it wasn't, then we figure out a way to put them in the portfolios. Uh, but it, 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 there's a big limit on them overall. Uh, the uh, uh, looking out. Let me see if I can pull that up here. I can pull that up here just real quick. 
as we're talking. This is live radio. Uh, look, $15,000 is the number you can put in. So I would recommend, if, you, if you're interested, look, if you want to buy bonds, that's the best thing to buy right now is an I-bond. But, you, but, it, but again, it, it's very limited. You have to hold it for a, a, a certain period of time and stuff, but, it, but it's a good good opportunity. So, so again, what we're seeing is, inter, one interesting thing we saw happen, as we said earlier on the show, uh, the S&P Friday, yesterday was down 4.1% in one day. Uh, the the S&P 500 down 3.6%. This is the third worst start to the stock market and one of the worst starts of the bond market it's since the 1970s. The stock market, it goes back to the Depression. Uh, gold today, so so the market was down 4% of the NASDAQ. S&P was down 3.63. Gold was up 1%. The dollar reversed. Gold is holding in there. Again, gold is telegraphing that that. If inflation continues, it's good for gold. If the market has a big sell-off and the Fed isn't as aggressive or the dollar drops, that's also good for gold. So, so again, the commodities seem to be holding up. If they're talking about now, now ban, uh, 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 banning the export of Russian oil, that, could, that some people are saying it could run oil to 150 to 180 dollars uh, a barrel, which is just, you know, it, so. So these oil companies are making a lot of money. That that's where the opportunity is. I th- I think in this environment you got to kind of sit back now and kind of see where this is going. If if this thing starts cascading, it's going to pull everything down with it, and that's something we want to watch. Uh, I think I, I mean if you had to to really say, Ted, look, where do you think where do you think this thing goes? I I, I think the answer is 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 thirty eight hundred. Uh, there's a lot of people down. There's a trillion dollars, uh, 1.1 trillion dollars in 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 fund flows in a, since about January of 2021 that are all down. They're in at much higher prices. Uh, they're down. Uh, it, that thirty, that 3,800. That, that that's kind of a uh, I, I want to say like a 38 percent retracement, uh, which is uh, some of these. Uh, there's some Fibonacci technical numbers. Uh, though, though that gets you kind of into the into the uh, 200 heads toward the 200 week area, that that's likely where where I think this thing is ultimately going to go. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if something if we, if we get peace in Russia next week, I mean that, that could be a big game changer. That could drop commodity prices. But at the rate things are going, it, it's, it's just tough to see. I think you've got to continue to have your defense on the field. I mean, being on defense right now really pays off. It, 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 and we talk so much about this. It really, it, 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 it's been a surprise that that that, that more people and more uh, investment managers they just don't seem to. They just keep going back to the to the indexing playbook of just keep you know hold your positions, hold your positions. I, 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 look, there's a, I can make a case that the that there's the S and P 500 is going to be at, at a hundred thousand. You know, by the end of the decade, I, you know that might be a complete disaster. I mean, the, the question is, where does inflation go? But, but I, I do think uh, they're going to have to try to make a stand on inflation. It, and and you got to remember, the midterms are coming up in November. So we, right now, we, we, it, we've got we've got April, May, June, July, August, September, October. We've got you know, basically seven months. So, so if you're going to Right now, is when, if, 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 if you're the Democrats, you want to put the pain on right now and you want to shut down inflation. You, so if you want things in, in that, basically that uh, it's going to be 
uh, August, September, okay, it's going to be August, September, October. You want the economy to be doing well. You want inflation to be falling back. So, so they're they're going to try to put a bunch of government spending in over the summer to make things look better. So this is this is where if there's going to be any pain, if you're the Democrats, you want it to be right now. If if if, if we were the Republicans in power, it'd be the same thing. You you want the if there's going to be pain, you want it in the in the basically uh, March, April, May time frame, uh, so you can get things straightened up for the election and then. Because at this point in time, the Democrats are looking at the, at, the, at the biggest catastrophic losses possibly suffered by any any party. I mean, the the, the good news is is over the last ten days, it, it, it's been a complete collapse for the Democrats. Netflix massive losses of subscribers to their work programming. Uh, the the CNN Plus failed miserably, which means nobody's interested in it. Which means no one believes what they're saying. If the, uh, Elon Musk took over Twitter. Uh, and, and uh, it, which is extraordinary, and all he wants to do is have free speech. Uh, there, there's just a lot of positive. And, and, and then the other huge one was Disney losing their special status in Florida. That puts every company, every major uh, company out there, on notice about their wokeness. That look, they could. They're they're, they're all seeing that. Oh my gosh, we're suffering blowback. Look, we don't want we don't want to lose our ta- special tax status. We don't want. So, so th- th- look, the public is turning on this. The, the pod, things are getting better, but this is, again, this is like the 70s. It takes time. It would take years to get rid of inflation. And that's the thing. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you need some help, I'd like to help you. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Request an appointment. I'll sit down with you. But at least sign up for the free newsletter. It's coming out this weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.